Hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys are having an absolutely fantastic, blessed day today. And want to give everybody a heads up again on the front page of the website, the product of the week, the vitamin C caps on sale right now, along with the two pack special on the meat bucket. So be sure to check those out on the website at healthmasters.com. And again, we thank you for your support of Health Masters. Also, in other news, this is something that I've been reading today and kind of going over a few different things, and it couldn't happen but just to laugh. I saw the photos that have gotten leaked now of the cheat sheet for the bumbling buffoon Biden. If you guys saw this, he basically went to a meeting with Windustry, Wind Industry executives, and a reporter got a photo of Biden holding up his big index card that basically gave him a step-by-step, play-by-play event sequence and how to follow them, including telling him to enter the room and say hello to participants. The next one said, you take your seat, the press enter, you give brief comment, press the parts, you ask Liz Shuler, president, a question, and it goes on the list – you thank participants and then you depart. The fun, the one that was really that just made me laugh the most was you take your seat. If anybody thinks this guy is not absolutely senile and is basically fit for a nursing home and that's about it, I don't know what else to do besides explain, have them explain this. <laughs> you can't even make this up. And then at the exact same set, you know, sequencing we see on Wednesday evening, Biden goes out and he gives this speech and basically tells everybody that he's building up infrastructure to essentially take people out of their vehicles so that they don't have to drive, which I don't know why anybody actually thinks this is a good idea coming from this man. And he goes on to say, we're investing over $100 billion in public transit and rail for all the studies that are showing it will take millions of cars off the road and significantly reduce Pollution. He goes on to say, we will literally take millions of automobiles off the road, off the road, saving tens of millions of barrels of oil, dealing with cleaning up the air. They're telling you what they're going to do. This is why I told everybody, Dad said the exact same thing now for the last year, why the vehicle industry manufacturers have basically slowed down production, especially on their big pickup trucks and their diesel trucks. It's not chip shortages, guys. They may be a, there may be a few parts here and there. There may be a few things that basically are getting longer than normal to get places. I get some of that, but they're not running short on parts for a lot of the stuff. We've constantly heard these rumors, alleged rumors that you know GM has sixty thousand trucks that they basically have sitting out in a parking lot field that don't have parts to them because they're missing a backup camera or they're missing a battery, or they have a flat tire, so they've just unloaded 60,000 vehicles and just put them off to the side until until they get parts in. Then they'll go ahead and start ship them. I don't believe it for one second. There's been a few videos that have surfaced of, you know, of, of areas, of fields that have basically had extra vehicles in them, but I've not seen anything anywhere near 60,000 trucks that are sitting idle you know, in a field. I think it's complete and total lie that they're telling everybody that it's a parts shortage. This, again, is because they know they're going to continue to push this infrastructure deal to try to force people on trains, 
and basically not have the ability to travel freely unmolested on their way. I've said this before, and I've reiterated. The film Hunger Games was a very, very clear indication of what they want to do. That entire trilogy of books they wrote, or how many books they wrote on, I don't even know. But I know that when I think they made four films, it was designed and basically was showing the template of what the United Nations New World Order template is they want to have implemented. They want to have it, if you've noticed in that film, nobody ever drives anywhere except for the military that have MRAPs. Everybody, everywhere you go, it's trains, trains to the next district, to the next district, all the way to the capital area. Nobody has the ability to travel freely anywhere. That is exactly what they're going to try to do to everyone, and that is why it is really, really important we do the best we can to maintain some voter and uh, election integrity this fall, guys, in November. This is, this is a really, really big deal coming up. Also, too, in other news, not surprisingly enough, after the Senate has pretty much gone and ramrodded this unbelievably insane gun bill through, from a federal standpoint, it looks like it's supposed to be going to the House now. Pelosi's going to make sure it gets passed. Rand Paul has now come out and made it very vocal that they didn't even get a chance to basically see this bill. He said the entire bill was assembled in secret. He said, unfortunately, the legislation was assembled in a secret, absent, well-placed leak to journals there doesn't appear to be any willingness or time provided to read, understand, debate, or even amend this bill. The senator further vowed to try to introduce amendments to the bill to correct the constitutional deficiencies. He goes, I will try anyways to this end. I will introduce amendments to correct the deficiencies of this bill and hope my colleagues and the Senate leadership will do the same. Basically, when we talked about this in detail yesterday and what he said about this was – this was interesting. He said – they didn't even give us the actual bill to vote on. They gave us a blank piece of paper and said, vote on this, trust us what the legislation will be when it comes forward, and trust that there will be an actual amendment process. He stated the issues with red flag gun laws is that they're extremely unconstitutional and that they're providing almost a billion dollars in federal grant money to essentially incentivize states to go in and basically take people's firearms. And so, again – this is the problem when you start having like these 15 senators that are allegedly Republicans, which they're not Republicans. They're blatant communists. Anybody that would pass this and actually encourage this is a full, hardcore communist. And so it, again, is that time that people have to understand and decide what they're going to comply with and what they're going to tolerate. There's also an aspect of this now that I've been reading and goes into detail on how now that they have gotten this passed – they now are already starting to work on another round of gun bills that they can put together. Because remember, this is how it's always occurred with the erosion of the Second Amendment. It's always been slight little chippings, little chip, little chip, little chip. Very rarely do they have some sweeping bill that goes in and says all firearms are banned like they did in Australia or they've done like in UK. Because they didn't have a Second Amendment, so it's easy to do that. But in the United States, it's a little, little difficult to do with this pesky Second Amendment. And so, again, you see what happens when you have individuals in power that are not by the people, for the people at all. Also, too, in other news, this is something that I found to be very strange. The feds now have stepped up their January 6th law enforcement activities as the Democrats' partisan hearings continue serving a search warrant 
on Nevada Republican Chairman Michael McDonald and State Secretary James McGaffrey, as well as raiding the Trump-era Justice Department official Jeffrey Clark. According to the reports, this is really strange, guys, the FBI agents obtained McDonald's cell phone reportedly as part of an investigation into the fake elector scheme. This is what they're deeming it. This is what they quote, fake elector scheme that was initiated at the end of the 2020 presidential election. In 2020, six Nevada electors cast symbolic votes for Trump in the wake of the controversy of the controversial Biden stolen election, so to speak. As the Democrat, according to official figures that, that won by the state by less than 3%, what they did was apparently here, they filed paperwork blatantly stating that Trump really did win the election and essentially that it was stolen and they cast a essentially a mock voting. And I guess that now has constituted the FBI being able to search your house now because you were involved in blatantly saying that the election was stolen. This is nothing less than the basically militarization of the FBI and using it to go against anybody that questions the narrative. Last time I checked, the Second Amendment – or excuse me, the First Amendment is there for a very specific reason, to be able to speak freely, to be able to state your mind. If somebody truly thinks that this election was stolen, which it was, why in the world is that illegal? How does that now constitute having the FBI come in and raid your home and basically take your electronics and, I mean, put you outside for hours while you wait for the FBI to go through all of your stuff and they steal your laptop, they steal your phone, they take everything? I mean, is this really where we've come now in the United States? Is this really where the FBI is going? Well, Apparently, yeah, it is. And so, again, this is something people need to be aware of and people need to understand that as long as nobody pushes back and people keep being quiet, this is going to escalate. That's why I've encouraged so many people to keep stating what you believe. Hold your convictions. I saw a short interview. It was one of the um, congressional leader, female Republican. forgot her name. I just saw it earlier this morning. She was walking with her group and this CNN reporter walked up to her and shook her hand. And she goes, Hey, I'd I'd like to get an interview with you soon. And the Republican congressional woman said, Oh, you're not wearing your mask. I didn't even recognize you. And then they had this kind of quick banter and the CNN rep said, well, I want to, I really want to do an interview with you. And the representative said, well, if you, uh, we'll, we'll do an interview, but it's gotta be aired on your CNN plus. Is is that still even a thing or, Oh, that's right. it, It got taken down. She goes, and quite frankly, nobody cares what you do. The only thing you're promoting is propaganda on CNN, and I want nothing to do with it, and then walked off. I mean, just straight roasted her, and I thought to myself, good. It's about time Americans start going on the offensive now and start stating what's really happening and calling out for what it is because they're doing everything they can to suppress the truth. Twitter now has completely banned Dr. Andrew Boston off Twitter now, completely banned him because he posted a link to the new peer-reviewed study that I talked about the other day that goes into detail about the COVID-19 injection impairing semen concentration and total sperm count. He literally put a link to it and told everybody, hey, go check this out. Peer-reviewed study on the impact of the Pfizer vaccine on sperm counts. They banned him now, completely took down his page. Guys, this is where they're going to keep going and going after this. They want to make sure nobody has the right to speak freely so they can continue to promote their opposition 
and basically their propaganda to maintain their narrative. What do you think, Dan? Well, you know, we had our face, not our Facebook, or we had to take our Facebook down for some other reasons too, but we had our, you know, our YouTube channel come down about five years ago now. And, you know, we were telling people the truth. You know, and when, you're out, when you're out here, you know, telling people the truth, you really, you know, set yourself up for a situation where, you know, you're going to have both good and bad blowback. You're going to have people supporting you and people are going to get really mad at you. And, you know, you know, centuries ago, over 3,000 years ago, uh, Solomon said, you know, faithful are the wounds of a friend, but deceitful are the kisses of an enemy. Uh, and telling your friends something they really don't want to hear, like warning them about a relationship or warning what's going on with the government or warning what's going on with chemtrails or warning them about what's happening as far as the Supreme Court. It takes courage. It says you more you care more about the person than you, than you do as far as valuing the friendship. And, you know, and we need to understand that we need to realize that as Christians, you know, we don't really have an option on this. You know, you, you, you guys need to be sharing the show with people. I mean, I've said that to you before, but I'm just being kind of direct with you on this one. But, you know, a true friend will sharpen one another. The Bible says as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. A true friend is steadfast. You know, we read Proverbs 17, 17, and it says, friend loveth at all times, but a brother is born for adversary. If you want to see who your real friends are, just make a mistake and see whether or not they leave you. And we see this all of the time. You talk to your friends this morning. I had a guy. Who's a, who's a show host, national talk talk show host, Christian TV. And uh, yeah, I sent him a link and he says, stop sending me this junk. And, uh, and I, you know, it was, it was a good link. It was a sad link. It dealt with, you know, Levine and the weirdo transgender world that the governor, the government of D.C. has turned into because of the Kabbalists. And I sent him a link back and I said, you're a show host. You know, I send you links. I said, send me links. I don't care. I said, you know, we've got to work together as far as promoting the truth of what we're going to do and what we're going to talk about on the air. And we and we have to understand that. We've got to realize that if we don't tell each other the truth, it's simply not going to help anything. You, you know, if, 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 you, if you tell me a lie and I come back and I tell you a lie and we lie to each other all the time, what productivity is going to develop from that? <laughs> Nobody's going to change. Everything's just happy, happy, happy. Oh, yeah, everything's happy, happy, happy. Everything's happy. Every, no, everything's happy. And pretty soon you don't realize that there's issues you've got to deal with. So I want to thank you guys, number one, for listening to the show and, and forwarding the show. And number two, I want to thank you for also supporting Health Masters and getting your supplements from us. Because if you didn't do that, we couldn't be here for the show. I mean, we, you've already seen us get yoked off of YouTube if you've been with us that long. And a lot of you have been with us for 30, 40 years. People don't realize that, but you know, I was doing seminars 30 years ago. And I was doing radio and TV over that almost 40 years ago. And many of you have basically, you know, followed the information that we've put out and, and, and followed the research that we've been promoting for the last four decades. And that gives you an indication that we, we're not some, some Johnny come lately that we showed up, you know, last week and all of a sudden we got 10 million views because some CIA search engine pushed everybody to us. Always remember that. When you see somebody come from absolutely nowhere and no one's ever heard of them and all of a sudden they've got 10 million views their first week in and then all of a sudden they're getting all the top guests coming in and being interviewed by them and suddenly this person who was never known by anybody before and now that they're huge, Somebody's turning search engines to them. Just let you know that something ain't right. You know, something stinks in Denmark. You know, we got some some Limburger cheese or something rolling around. We got something. Something ain't right. And and that's what we have to understand is that we got so many psychops out there right now that'll do the same thing we talked about the other day that MI6 did during World War II when they gave the Germans propaganda. They give them ninety percent truth that the Germans already knew and ten percent lies, and the Germans automatically assumed that the other ten percent was truth. 
And this is what happens all the time in alt media and mainstream media too. Now, mainstream media like CNN, like Austin mentioned earlier, it's not 90% truth. It's like 90% lies. But the people who have bought into CNN, the few couple million people that still listen to that program, which is kind of like hard for me to believe that they're that stupid and believe everything they're being told, uh, they're going to go in and believe everything. And that's where you get the huge difference between the liberals and the conservatives. Like right now, the negative news about the Supreme Court expanding gun rights, you know, basically is hitting the media, but it's hitting it with a spin. This is from the AP Wire, Associated Press, along with Reuters, is completely controlled by the Rothschild banking cartel. Here's the article. In a major expansion of gun rights after a series of mass shootings, if they throw the mass shootings in there, the Supreme Court said Thursday that Americans have a right to carry firearms in public for self-defense, a ruling likely to lead to more people being legally armed, which I think is a really good thing. The decision came out as Congress and states debated gun law control. About one quarter of the U.S. population lives in states expected to be affected by the ruling, which struck down a New York gun law. The high court's first major gun decision in more than a decade split the court six to three with the discourse conservatives in the majority and liberals in dissent. Across the street from the court, lawmakers at the Capitol sped towards passing of gun legislation, which Austin talked about this morning, which they never read, prompted by recent massacres, which I believe were false flags, in Texas, New York, California. Senators cleared the way for the measure, modest in scope, not modest scope at all, but still the most far-reaching in decades. Also Thursday, underscoring the nation's deep divisions over the issue, the sister of a nine-year-old killed in the school shooting in Ulad, Texas, pleaded with the state lawmakers to pass more gun legislation. The Republican-controlled legislation was, was stripped away gun registrations. The Republican-controlled legislature has stripped away gun restrictions over the past decade. So this article is written against what the Supreme Court has done. Now, remember now, in New York City, if you show up in New York City and you don't have a permit to carry a weapon, which is almost impossible to get in New York City, and you have a gun just in your suitcase in the hotel or you're carrying your suitcases to the hotel and they find there's a gun in there, you're going to prison. You're going to jail. You're going to be charged with a felony. That's how strict New York City is. And the Supreme Court says, wait a minute. You can't do this. You can be putting people in jail. So now here comes the question. Here comes the rub. What about all the people that have been put in jail or are currently serving jail time right now in New York City or these other cities that are going to be affected from this after this ruling came down from the Supreme Court? Is someone going to be standing there on their behalf to come in and say, hey, wait a minute, this person needs to be let out right now. Why are they serving time for something that's no longer illegal? So there's a whole can of worms that got to open up by this. This ruling in this, this law in New York's been around for like a hundred years. And in order to get a concealed weapon in New York, you had to prove that you had a substantial need in order to carry a weapon. I mean, like proof, proof, proof. Now, here's the irony that Austin and I have talked about so many times. The people in New York who are the quote ruling elite politicians, the scum of the earth, the New Yorkers, they all have armed bodyguards following around with them. And many of these people are armed. They're all, they're all armed with, like, with machine pistols, et cetera, et cetera. They have all kinds of people walking around them in a security detail, sometimes up to a dozen, forming a security detail that could basically be a small you know, attack group. There's so many of them. And see, this is the problem that I have with all of this. If they have the right to defend themselves, if they are attacked, why doesn't everybody have the right to defend themselves in New York? That's why I love the laws in Florida. 
And DeSantis is trying to make us an open carry state, and so we don't have to basically be running around having our concealed weapons permit taken away by Freed, who basically was put in at the Agricultural Commission, and people didn't realize what this wretched wench could do as far as taking away concealed weapons permits. And so this is a big, big deal that the Supreme Court has done this, and I absolutely applaud them for doing this. I, re- I really do. And now comes the abortion stuff that's right on the horizon, and now the Democrats are running around telling everybody they need to go out and basically riot and protest, et cetera, et cetera, after this abortion ruling comes out. And we need to understand that these guys, sometimes the Supreme Court gets it right, which surprises me, but they do. And so hopefully they'll stand their ground now on the abortion. Also, also was talking earlier about people taking tra- trains and, get, and Biden getting rid, of, getting rid of tens of millions of vehicles on the road, which I'm sure is his goal. This is the goal that his the puppet masters have given him to tell us. And I, I've always wondered why Amtrak received billions of dollars, probably up to the hundreds of billions by now, over the last 40 or 50 years when nobody rides the trains, and why Amtrak's always empty, why the railroad infrastructure has been maintained. It's always strange to me. I'll stand here, I'll sit, I'll sit at the uh, crossroads, and here comes an Amtrak train, and the, and the cross guards come down, and when I was a little kid, they had a lot of people on them. And now I look at the Amtrak trains, and you can look through them, and you don't see anybody's heads. Every once in a while, you'll see like one person riding a train. Other than that, they're completely empty. They receive billions and billions of dollars in subsidies on an ongoing basis, and that must be the reason they're doing that now is because they're planning on us having to use mass transportation again. In Germany, a lot of people use trains, but the trains run on time. We don't have that luxury in our country. The trains are always late. It's ridiculous here how they run. But in Germany, literally, if it says the train's going to be there at noon, the train literally is pulling up as the second hand hits 12. No joke, it really does work that way. And you have like one minute to load the train, and at 12.01, the doors close, and it leaves. So you can rely on the train system, unlike in Florida. If you want to take the train to Miami, you can still do that, and it's pretty fast, actually. But the problem is that you know, it may show up four hours, five hours late if it shows up at all. So they're going to try to push us back towards mass transit because they want the cars off the road. Sadly, we're in a situation now that we're in this transition phase of going backwards as far as the ability to move about freely. And they want us to be in these giant cities and basically congregated in these little tiny apartments so that they can do whatever they want to do to us whenever they want to do it to us. Now, this is stuff that they're planning on doing within the next 100 years. It's not going to happen probably in the next five years, 10 years, 20 years, moving everybody into cities. But when people finally realize that the huge death is going to occur from these COVID kill shots and that people need to you know, as you say, congregate in closer quarters, they're going to realize very quickly that the city has food, the city has grocery stores that are still active, the city still has running water, unlike some of the rural areas, which may be completely and totally decimated. That's what they want to do with all of us. They want to have their little, you know, areas where they only they can go, only they can have these national parks, only they can have areas that they want to go to, and we need to understand why they're doing that. And this thing with Buzz Lightyear over in Oklahoma now, one of the theaters put a big sign on the front window. There's a gay kiss involved in Buzz Lightyear. Uh, you guys, you know, we'll try to fast forward through it, but be warm before you bring children to it. This is, there's not a movie theater now. There's, but I got to give the guys credit in Oklahoma of having the husband to do that. And immediately one of the uh, queer patrons decided they didn't want that to be up. They complained, like to the release, I guess it was whoever, to Disney, and this, this, this poster was taken down. Over, it was up over the weekend and it was taken down. And but like we mentioned yesterday, Buzz Lightyear's hit is crashed and burned. $50 million opening, which is absolutely nothing for a movie that cost that much to make that had that type of notoriety back in the 90s when it first came out. 
But you can't put a bunch of queer stuff in there with parents that don't want their children to be exposed to queer agendas. And I just hope and pray that people boycott Disney. I've talked about that repeatedly. And it's coming out now. When I, this article came up this morning, I read it. And one of the signs said at the bottom, one of the comments was, we're boycotting Disney. We want nothing to do with it. We're going to Universal in Florida. Why would anybody support Disney who's a Christian? And you've got to ask yourself that question again because we ask that question all the time here on the show. And Austin also says something What else. We've got to continue to resist everything they're doing to us and continue to post articles that are contrary to what they want. And the reason for that is algorithms. We've mentioned this on the show before. You know, we have a huge database that goes to the NSA. It goes in these giant computer systems. And what it does, it, post, it, it pushes out data that tells the quote unquote Kabbalist Luciferians that are running the planet what the algorithms are as far as what people are believing, what people are saying, what the general opportunity of the crowd says. It's like the, you get, it's, it's like, it's like the mob. In Rome, we, they call them the mob. You know, we have to control the mob by having bread and circuses and the Colosseum, and we have to give them what they want, or the mob may overrun the republic. They, this is how they spoke. And so this is what we have to understand. We're the mob, so to speak, in a, in a figurative sense, because we're the population of the country. If we continue to talk about stuff that we talk about on this show, which apparently nobody else really wants to talk about, but we continue to talk about it, and we do it in aggregate, and other people start picking up the narrative and on other shows – and what happens is they realize that, you know, we're not going to be, you know, you know, a sweet duck. We're not going to sit here and let this happen. You know, yesterday I guess I gave you some advice about, you know, people who come to you for investments or want you to loan them money and all that kind of stuff. And remember when I told you I, I said that one of the most important things is that you got to look at the tax returns. You got to look at all of this other stuff that these people have. Well, the guy who basically came to me for the money. Uh, they sent me a business prospectus, which, you know, I don't know why he thinks I've got the money to invest in this thing anyhow. But he sent me this business prospectus, and then he basically told me, oh, by the way, we don't have any, any tax returns. He hasn't filed any taxes for the past five years. Well, that's a giant red herring, isn't it? If the guy hasn't filed any taxes for the past five years, the IRS doesn't care whether you make money or you don't make money. You've got to file taxes. That's just the way it is with the contract that you sign when you start with them, mess with them. And so all of a sudden, he doesn't have any taxes filed, can't send me any taxes. No, I can guarantee you the guy's got taxes filed. Unless he's a criminal, okay? That's the other thing I could look at. But if he has taxes filed, he just doesn't want me to see the tax returns because it's probably negative, 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 and he can't handle money. See, and so I, I quickly emailed him back and said, I'm not interested in this proposition any longer. Please don't send me any more information on it, period. Done. Because I told you yesterday they would not supply me the information, and I was absolutely right. And this is what guys do who run scams. This is why they don't go to banks. They try to find some, quote, sweet duck to come in and do their little bidding for them. And, and, it, and it's sad. I mean, it really, really is that people believe this stuff and continue to believe it on a regular basis. Oh, by the way, I, I mentioned this yesterday, and now I'm going to mention it again because this is a little bit funny to me. And I just I had to bring this up. We're now having a mustard shortage. Okay, we're going we're to have a mustard shortage. Could be hitting the U.S. soon. And here's what you need to know, according to this article. And, I, and I'm looking at it. And I'm going, wait a minute. Why are we having a mustard shortage? Oh, <laughs> no, no, it's awesome because I, I use a lot of mustard. So do so does Austin. It's a great digestive tool because it has vinegar in it. And secondly, it doesn't have a bunch of sugar in it. And now they're saying because we're having a mustard shortage because of the Ukrainian war, because Ukraine and Russia produces so much mustard seed. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Now we're having the mustard shortage blamed on the Ukraine war. So it's stupid. Like I said, nothing else is made anywhere in the world besides Russia and Ukraine. You know, Canada is one of the largest mustard producers in the world. But also now we can't get Canadian mustard anymore because Ukraine's at war. 
So all of this stuff is being being used to push this ridiculous narrative over and over and over and over again. And Chuck Baldwin came out with a really good article yesterday, and I posted it, and it talked about Zionism. And I mentioned this the other day on the show. I pulled up an article on I read you part of it about how does Israel want to take over the Ukraine. And, and Chuck Baldwin wrote a whole article on it yet. That they, they were, they were, he thinks they want to try to move the, the inhabitants of Israel you know, to the Ukraine because it's one of the largest countries in Europe. And I thought that was interesting because think about this for a second. There was another article that just came out. The Ukraine – and I'm, I'm, hang on a second. I'm going to pull this up. I, w- I want you to – I want to read this so you get it exactly like it says. I want you to read the narrative they said here. This, this is unbelievable. Ukraine – this is from U.S. News – and Yahoo. Listen to USA Today. They posted this article. Now listen to the headline. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying this. This is. I'm quoting it exactly. Ukraine was the queer capital of Eastern Europe. Russia war has changed everything. Now I'm going to repeat it again, so you guys get it. Now I'm not. I'm not ad libbing it. Ukraine was the queer capital of Eastern Europe. Russia's war changed everything. Now. Think about that for a second. They're saying now the queers can't go there anymore because Russia says you don't, we don't want queers. And so they're all upset. This article is pro-queer. Okay, it's pro, but it's funny to me. I could say, I could read you the article right there, but I'm going to get slammed now for being an anti-queer bigot, I guess. I don't, don't know. I get, I get that crap all the time, but I'm going to be, they're going to say bad things about me because I don't like gays. Well, I don't have a problem with gays. I, I, whatever. If they want to do their own thing and just leave me out of the loop and not make it obvious what they do, I don't care what they do. I really don't. I feel sorry for them. They're going to answer to God for their sin, but I don't want to get involved with them in a debate if that's who they are and that's what they want to be. I'm out of that loop. I'll tell you how I feel about it on the show on an ongoing basis, and I'll tell them how, they feel, how I feel about it if they ask me. But I don't want to be in that argument. It's kind of like arguing with a wall. I don't want to argue with a wall. You know, Years ago, I was in the city of Salzburg in Austria. And there was this guy standing by a telephone pole. I'm not making it up. Sharon was with me. I'd never, I'd never make anything up. And he's speaking and talking and arguing with a telephone pole. He's got a telephone pole standing in front of me. He's pointing his finger at the telephone pole. He's yelling at the telephone pole. And it's all in German. I'm listening to it. And he's having this big discussion with this telephone pole about why he was right and the telephone pole was wrong. And I thought to myself, this is nuts. No, well, the guy was nuts, obviously. It's about that crazy to talk to people that have already decided on what they believe, and they're not going to change no matter what you say. But the funny thing about it is I can read Yahoo News. Ukraine was the queer capital of Eastern Europe. Russia's war changed everything. And now they're all upset the queers are being run out. But remember, Israel is the number one homosexual destination in the world, and Tel Aviv is the number one homosexual destination city in the world. So to me, it's not a big stretch with Chuck Baldwin in his article. If they want to take over Ukraine – they don't have to worry about dealing with all the queer people already there because there are already a bunch of queers in Israel. Remember, Israel is the number one country also that promotes abortion. You've got to get that. They feel it's their religious right to kill babies. They got. They really believe that. And if you don't let them have their chances to kill babies, they get all mad. So they, they're pro-gay, pro-murder, pro-weird, pro-all this stuff. But yet we're supposed to continue to put Israel up on a block and say no matter what happens, we have to support Israel. No, I don't. I don't support Israel. I feel sorry for the Palestinians and what they've done. It's horrible what's happened in Palestine, and I don't support Israel whatsoever. So in case in case you, you guys aren't sure of how I feel, let me make it clear here. I am not a Zionist. I'm not a political Zionist, and I don't believe for one second that Israel was put back together. Now, God allowed it to happen. He did that because it's going to end up figuring into the end times, but the reality is the Rothschild banking cartel 
basically put Israel back on the map through the Balfour Declaration, through all their machinations during World War One, and with Hitler and all well, the Nazis and all the rest of it. This is a mess, and we've got to understand that. And I remember Chuck Baldwin said one time on our show, he goes, is the United States better or worse because we've been supporting Israel for the past 70 years? And he says, by far, we're much worse than we were. I got a newsflash for everybody. This isn't Andy of Mayberry and Opie and all the other things that we used to have on TV back in the 50s and 60s. This is not what they've done to us. They brought us to Frankfurt School, and they brainwashed everybody to believing all this weird, sick, perverted stuff is okay. And now they're coming after the children with transgenders. And if that wasn't bad enough, now they're basically castrating the children chemically with these injections. And they're giving them via the kill shot, attacking their testicles and ovaries, turning into hermaphrodites. But we're going to sit here and say, oh, it's all okay. We've got to continue to believe, believe, believe these guys are doing the will of the people. No, they're not doing the will of the people. They're doing the will of their God, their doggone demonic entity that wants an AI to be able to rule over us through a D-Wave computer so they can try to make Lucifer omnipresent on this planet. That's what this is all about, and that's what they believe, and they want to resurrect their serpent god. And once you get that and you understand it, it all becomes frighteningly clear because we have to stand our ground. That's why, again, I commend the Supreme Court yesterday for coming out with that ruling that we all have a right to defend ourselves because we have a Second Amendment. And I guarantee you that was just an absolute furball for the liberals to swallow yesterday. Anyhow, what do you think, Austin, of what's your next story? Oh, it absolutely was. I mean, they're outraged about it because, remember, groups that want to control you, individuals that want to dominate you, they do not want you to have the ability to defend yourself. Let's just be very clear on that. They do not want you to be able to pull a firearm out and use deadly force in order to protect your family, protect your life, protect your loved ones, protect your country, period. They hate it. That is why they've been pushing so hard to disarm this country for the last 20 to 30 years, specifically the last 20 to 30 years. Pretty much ever since we had the Hughes Amendment added in to the 1986 Gun Protection Act, the Firearm Owners Protection Act, and basically prevented American citizens from being able to purchase newly manufactured machine guns, even with a tax stamp after 1986. That was the real big one right there. That was the one that really, really, really started to shut down the Second Amendment, and that was the thing. Once that went through, that was the main one they had to get rid of. They did not want law-abiding Americans to be able to own fully automatic belt-fed machine guns because of how effective they are. That was the big one they had to get down. Once they cut that down, then the rest they just slowly whittled. So, again, yes, I'm extremely happy that the Supreme Court actually did something positive. Also, too, what you were saying earlier, Dad, the, about Disney, Disney's stocks have been tanking. They are now below $100 a share. We talked about that last week. I think it was like $96 a share when I looked at it. Just go back like September, October of last year, not even a year. It was like $185 a share. Um, they've like cut in half almost. This is great. This is great news. Now, I've told you guys before, I continue to encourage people to no longer support Disney. I am so glad again. I tell you, I'm encouraging everybody again. Thank you for not going and seeing that filthy piece of woke garbage that they put out with Buzz Lightyear. You know, my son saw a commercial for it. He wanted to see it. I said, sorry, bud. I said, that has some stuff in it that we just don't really want to go see. And he goes, really? He goes, I want to see it. I said, no. I said, it's got stuff that's just not good. He's like, oh, it's not good? I said, no, it's not good. I said, we don't want to go see it. We don't want to give them any money to go see it. He's like, oh, okay. Now, he's six years old, so I'm sure the concept of what I told him, he probably didn't really understand it a whole lot, but that was the end of it. It was simple as that. 
always remember, your kids don't have to have everything all the time. It's nice to give them stuff and take them stuff and do stuff with them. But just because they want to go to Disney or just because they want some new Disney toy doesn't mean they necessarily have to have it. You've got to take a step back and say what's more important to make sure they get their instant gratification of what they want right this second or to prevent them and prevent – excuse me, to prevent supporting a company that's diametrically opposed to our beliefs. As we've seen more and more and more of this perversion push in the transgender world, I've repeatedly brought up cases, scenarios, and certain things that have occurred that show you that these drag, tranny, perverted individuals that are doing these things and going to these family events and stripping and going and doing these storybook hours, a huge percentage of them are pedophiles. They want to push that agenda and normalize it. Perfect example now. Pennsylvania drag queen performer has now been arrested and charged with multiple counts of possession of child pornography after he shared at least 135 videos of basically child sex porn. Just, just what it is. I, I mean, I hate bringing stuff up like this, but this shows you why I have no respect for that group, nor will I ever comply or normalize that type of behavior. I've said this a million times. If somebody wants to go get dressed up in women's clothes in the privacy of their own home and go be a weirdo with another consenting adult, that's not my problem. I don't care what they do. Quite frankly, not my house, not my place, not my problem. But when you start coming out and you start actively trying to not only encourage it and normalize it, you demand everybody accepts it. That's a real problem, and that's an issue that people really need to understand is that when you go along with this, if you allow your children to go to these events, you are literally grooming them, and you are allowing them to be groomed in most cases by very, very deeply disturbed pedophile individuals. So understand that and be aware. And all these groups that you see like with Disney and stuff, they all are designed and they are run by individuals that are actively involved in this stuff in some cases. We have seen now repeatedly almost every single year Sheriff Grady Judd here at the Sheriff's Department will do busts all across the county and basically arresting individuals that are involved in this stuff with child sex trafficking, with basically the child porn, and invariably – Every single time for the last couple of years now, I think all the way back to 2014 or 2015, there have been Disney employees that get wrapped up in these arrests that are actively involved. Now, I'm not saying everybody at Disney is involved in this. I'm not implying that at all. I'm not saying everybody that works for Disney is involved in that or basically at the top. What I'm saying is there are always individuals there that end up getting arrested. So that shows you again you need to be aware of what your children are being exposed to. And I had to laugh earlier that you're talking about the mustard shortage, which I like mustard a lot. So I really don't hope, I hope we don't have a severe mustard shortage. But what's interesting, I have found now, and I was joking to my buddy about this the other night. I said, the Ukraine-Russian war now, it's the new COVID excuse. If you guys recall back in 2020 and 2021, and I dealt with this firsthand, everything was COVID-related. It didn't matter if it was bad customer service. It was COVID-related. It doesn't matter if you had reps that couldn't speak English because they were over in India and you're trying to talk to an American company. It was COVID-related. It didn't matter if stuff was six months delayed. It was COVID-related. It didn't matter if the company shut down and basically no longer operated anymore because they got their business you know, license yanked because they lived in a communist state that told them they weren't essential. It was COVID-related. 
This has now been the new excuse, and this is starting to be very, very clear evidence now on why they wanted to push the Russian-Ukraine war so much. It's to make sure they had the new boogeyman. They had the new COVID excuse now. Remember I told you all from the very beginning when that started over there, I said individuals from a psychological standpoint were very frustrated during COVID. People were very just – a lot of people were just angry and frustrated. The lockdowns, the mandates, just the nonsense that they constantly kept trying to lie to everybody about. And people had to have some negative direction – or excuse me, a direction to focus their negative energy in because it was starting to be focused on the U.S. government and the individuals that were actually doing and pulling the strings like flip-flop Fauci. They had to find a new scapegoat so people took their anger and aggression off the government individuals like Fauci and found somebody new to hate. They had Russia fill that role. All of a sudden now Putin is the big bad boogeyman. Every single thing that's ever occurred bad in this country for the last decade is now Putin's fault. Everything that occurred with the fuel, everything that happened basically with shortages, it's all Russian narrative fault now. That again is because obfuscation is a very, very easy thing to do if you can keep people blinded from the truth. If you can constantly keep lying to people and gaslighting people like we've talked about before, like they're doing right now with with bumbling buffoon, or they'll give him a script and he'll get up there and say, this is the best the economy's ever been. Everybody has more money and savings than ever in history. Consumer debt's the lowest it's ever been which all of those are downright lies. You can look at the numbers, and they completely contradict what he said. But it doesn't matter. If he keeps telling people that and he keeps saying it over and over and over again, the vast majority of asleep Americans will simply go, oh, okay, well, yeah, that's right. Well, Biden said it, so it must be true. But now we're starting to see more and more pushback because people are so tired of being lied to because, in my opinion – these individuals that are pulling the strings, they've kind of overplayed their hand. They've gotten too aggressive with the rhetoric now. And again, more and more people are starting to wake up and say, okay, we're going to start asking questions about this. What is going on? I told you guys yesterday, and I've been doing more research on it now, and it's very interesting. Publix, I said, is declining to give the injection to five and under, under five, the COVID shot, that allegedly is totally safe and effective and you know, 100% effective for children, whatever stupid number they came up with, bogus in the report from Pfizer. And Publix, again, has been contacted to ask why they're not going to supply the injection to under five. They're not giving an answer. It's a whole bag of worms they don't want to be involved in. Well, now I just found out earlier this morning that now multiple, multiple other groups, including Walgreens, Costco, Rite Aid, HR, HEB, Hy-Vee, Wegmans, numerous ones are now stating that they are considering not doing it under five, and some of them are saying that they're only going to do ages four and up. Other group, uh, Walgreens, I think, said they're going to do ages three and up. However, nobody, it appears, is doing under three at all. This is unbelievably dangerous, what they're attempting to do right now. This is disturbingly dangerous. The fact that they are going to start telling pharmacies and individuals, basically, that are running this. Remember, Walgreens doesn't have medical staff that's heavily equipped to handle massive amounts of adverse vaccine events on site. They may have somebody that basically they have to, you know, defib them or basically paddle them. They have to give somebody an EpiPen or something like that. They have that. 
But these aren't hospitals, guys. These aren't emergency rooms. If you have somebody, you have a one- or two-year-old now that can't speak, and all of a sudden you inject them with this RNA shot, and they go into convulsions and start having seizures on the floor, basically go into cardiac arrest, Walgreens isn't equipped to handle a two-year-old that's going into cardiac arrest. They, they don't have the equipment for that. They don't have the medical staff to handle that. That child needs to be admitted to the ER immediately. If that child dies, regardless of what kind of paperwork they may have signed in order to inject their child, the amount of blowback and the amount of liability they're exposing themselves to is enormous. So the only reason, the only reason I could say that Publix and all these other companies now are refusing to give this shot to these young kids is because they no, this shot is going to be a problem with side effects. That's the only reason why they would say that, and they would refuse to do it. So, again, this should wake everybody up very, very, very clearly. There's something very disturbing about this shot, like we've known from the very beginning. And the very fact that Florida has now been the only state in the entire country not to pre-order shots, they've come in and said, well, you know, if you want to order them, they can order them, but we're not paying for them. We're not going to have you know, state money used to inject children with an emergency use injection that has no need for an emergency. The own numbers from CDC, they claim throughout the entire pandemic, I think roughly around 200 children have died under the age of five from COVID, which when it, if you look at the numbers and you look at the reports, about 99% of them are not from COVID. The children had comorbidities. They had all kinds of health problems already when they allegedly contracted COVID. This is not an emergency use. This is a desperate ploy to try to experiment on tens of millions of young children and kind of see what happens after they get the shot. This is not okay under any circumstances whatsoever. Also, to another news, to switch gears but kind of wake everybody up to be aware, but also, too, to understand why they're telling everybody this. The Department of Homeland Security now is warning Catholic churches – and pregnancy centers to be prepared for the night of rage by pro-abortion terror groups that are basically, allegedly, supposed to be descending all across the entire country to firebomb all these pregnancy centers and Catholic churches by the group Jane's Revenge, and that everybody needs to be aware of it. First off, I'm going to clarify this. My personal opinion, I think Homeland Security is intentionally feeding the fire to this. They're intentionally engaged in terroristic verbiage, it's telling everybody this, and I personally think they know if they're not directly involved on who's actually doing this. You've got Senate hearings going into detail about somebody that walked into a Capitol building with tens of thousands of cameras with a mask on, and they can ID them by a tattoo they had on their forearm and go and arrest them and hold them indefinitely, essentially, in pretrial without pretrial release. You've got individuals that basically use data algorithm to do predictive programming on what they actually think, predictive analyzing on who they think is going to be a criminal. You have the DHS data center, the NSA, excuse me, the NSA data center out of Utah that runs algorithms on everything. You've got the NSA dragnetting the entire world on every single conversation. Not that they care what everybody's saying, but they can pretty much pinpoint anything they need to at any point in time. But yet, Suddenly, Homeland Security and NSA knows all these groups are planning to riot and firebomb all these buildings, but yet 
man, we just have no idea how to how to stop that. We can't possibly figure out who these people are. We couldn't we can't figure it out. You know, we just have no idea. We're just a gasp right now. Huh. So I guess everybody just needs to get prepared for blatant terrorism again because this is just what happens, guys. You just need to you need to deal with it. Just 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 understand this is normal and go along with it. No, guys, this isn't normal. This is Bolshevik Revolution 2.0. We're watching it happen right in front of us again. They know exactly who these individuals are. The group put out a doggone manifesto internet-wide and kept sending it to everybody, and they're on doggone Reddit posts and everything else all over online. Put some right. out there. Yeah. And you got Twitter that's banning people on t- online for posting an article that's peer-reviewed about COVID-19 injections reducing sperm mobility. But yet suddenly you've got these groups that are online and they just don't get blocked. It's like Dad said earlier. When you got somebody that just shows up out of nowhere, and all of a sudden every single algorithm is pointing to them and all the search engines put them at the very top, and they're getting millions and millions and millions of hits out of nowhere. Somebody's running those algorithms, guys. Somebody's making sure they don't get throttled down. Somebody's making sure that they don't get banned and don't get taken down for the stuff that they're saying. Always remember that. So, again, are there going to be firebombings at these pro-pregnancy centers? Probably. Do people need to be prepared for more terroristic Bolshevik revolution behavior? Yeah. But, again, understand who's really behind it and what their agenda is because these groups – They absolutely hate the fact that the Supreme Court is talking about not being able to federally go in and have it protected that you can basically butcher your child in the womb. They hate that. They cannot stand it. So, again, understand what they're doing and who's doing it. What do you think, Tim? You're right. They want to allow their free, open sacrifice to bail in the womb. That's what they want. That's what they want. And, uh, you know, we need to understand something. You know, the same thing is true with these shots. I mean, we're going to be sacrificing these kids. And the whole goal with the shot, I'm letting you guys know this, is to put it on the shot schedule. They want it on the shot schedule with the measles and the mumps and the rubella and all the rest of them. They want to have the COVID shot given to newborns. This is the goal. This is the fantasy dream they have because that way they exonerate themselves from any and all liability associated with any of it forever. And they get to massively reduce the population as far as the amount of people that will be able to reproduce within a generation because all these kids will be rendered, rendered you know, basically infertile. And it's really important to understand that. They want them on the shot schedule because they know that their trained army of pediatricians that do whatever they're told to do as far as injecting these young, innocent children will just inject this drug, this shot right into them. There may be a few holdouts as far as pediatricians, but if it's part of the shot schedule, they won't even have a choice. And knowing these clowns, they'll stack it in with a bunch of other shots. They'll probably stick it in with the MMR, MMR shot, stick it in COVID in the middle of that. So they have to take a dual shot. You can't get either or without taking both. They're going to do all kinds of crazy stuff. You're going to see that in the next few years, and they won't even care about the side effects. But the good news is, though, there has been a BLM protester. He's been sentenced to 10 years in prison for violence during the Portland riots. An Indiana man, think about this stuff, an Indiana man who was probably bust in via false flag was sentenced to 10 years in federal prison for playing a significant part in fueling violence during the 2020 Black Lives Matter protest and rioting in Portland, Oregon. I mean, what's, it, what's an Indiana guy going to Portland for to riot? Who paid his bill? Who paid his bill? Who paid his hotel bill? Who paid for his transportation to get there? Who paid to feed him while he was there? Ask yourself those questions. Probably George Soros and the Rothschild boys. 
Mark Farad Mohammed, 25, was sentenced on Tuesday for repeatedly and intentionally jeopardizing the lives of police officers, destroying public property, incurring others to commit violence during protests that occurred in Portland in 2020, according to the Justice Department. In addition to the 10 years in prison, Mohammed gets three years of supervised release. Although the DOJ did not mention Black Lives Matter BLM protests in the press release, Mohammed was arrested in 2020 following evidence collected at the BLM protest turned riot. So at least they're doing something with that. But Austin's right. Now, now think about this for a second. This guy is one of these, you know, Muslims that's supposed to be bad. You know, Muslims are bad, 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 bad Muslim, bad Muslim, slap, 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 bad Muslim. Okay. Oh, gosh, it makes me make you know, there's nothing inherently wrong with a Muslim. They're not Christian. They're not saved, but they're not going to be really running around doing all kinds of crazy stuff. But they want us to demonize the Muslims because of Zionism. Just thought I'd mention that in passing here on this little segue I just did. Another interesting thing, West Point now, since they don't like white people either, are brainwashing cadets on the evils of whiteness. A DOD document said, you know, here's what it says. Here's one of the, here's one of the couple that says, in order to understand racial equality and slavery, it is first necessary to address with and what white people and people of color have been living, living in racially different structured lives. It's a lot of location of structural advantage of right, of race privilege, a standpoint. So anyhow, this is what they're teaching West Point candidates. I'm not going to read you all of it because it's going to just make me mad. We're almost out of time, but I'm going to post this. You can read this post, post it under information liberation. In addition to that, now an NBA player has dropped dead in his sleep. We're having NFL players, but the NBA first-round draft pick and Purdue basketball star Caleb Schwanigan is dead at 25, just dropped dead in his sleep. In addition to that, young people are dying all over the country right now because of what's happened in these shots that are causing clots in the cardiovascular system. By the way, Ron Paul is now saying the Fed rate hikes are too little. He's right. And too late. He's right. The Federal Reserve's recent 0.75 interest rate increase in its benchmark interest rate is the Fed's highest rate increase since 1994. But the increase is a sign that the Fed has finally realized that price inflation is more persistent and widespread than the Fed initially believed. Here's the problem. We become addicted to cheap money, cheap interest rates, cheap everything. And the government also is addicted to cheap interest rates on their bonds and on their T-bills. And once the interest rates start going up, the government's going to have to pay more and more and more money. And as you increase interest rates, you're going to increase the recession. It's going to come. It's going to slow businesses down. You're going to have higher unemployment, et cetera, et cetera. These guys should have been raising these rates three years ago when they saw the housing market really start to accelerate. That's when it should have gone up. And it should have been done at 25-point segments. But it should have been done like every other month to bring it up, 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 to slow down the housing starts. That would have been very, very, very important. But because of COVID, they're using that now as an excuse. Everything's either COVID or Ukraine. Always remember that. No matter how many people die in their sleep, it has to be because of Ukraine. Maybe they're dying in their sleep off because of a mustard shortage. I don't know. But they're never going to tell us why people are just dying in their sleep, and these young people <laughs> are. And, and, and now they're basically telling us that, you know, we don't know what to do as we raise interest rates because it will cause a deeper recession. So they're probably going to have a rate cut again, which will cause more hyperinflation which will make the dollar drop down even more. So it's, it's interesting watching this develop. By the way, I had an opportunity to pray for you guys this morning. Have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful weekend. You guys are absolutely amazing to me, and I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting Health Masters. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you guys on Monday. Absolutely, and breaking news, you know, we do this show live, so I'm sure you guys are going to hear about it more and more. Um, I was just getting on looking at some more articles. Roe versus Wade has been overturned by the Supreme Court now. It is official this morning at about 10.30. Roe versus Wade, Supreme Court, in a 6-3 to three decision, overturned the landmark ruling to establish the constitutional right to abortion since 1973. 
Almost half the states are expected to outlaw or severely restrict abortion as a result of the Supreme Court's decision now. So I was just talking about it with this whole Jane's Revenge clown group, terroristic group that's basically trying to run around. Uh, so be ready. Be prepared. There's going to be groups that are going to be doing the bidding of their masters like Bolsheviks did, and they're going to be running around trying to create havoc. Guarantee it. We saw it in 2020. It's going to happen. But again, always be prepared and be ready for stuff. This is why I've encouraged people, make sure you have backup food supplies at your house. I can't reiterate that any further. Make sure you have backup water supplies. Always have the ability, and I, this is my thing that I've always told people, my personal opinion and a lot of other professional opinions in that industry. As far as when it comes to you know military and training, always try to be set up enough to where if you didn't have to leave your house for 30 days, you could fully survive and function and feed your family without leaving your compound. You're basically your castle, so to speak. To be able to set up a perimeter, set up a position, and be able to stay there and not have to go anywhere for a month. That's just my personal opinion, but that's always a good rule of thumb to go by in the event this stuff goes sideways and you had to turn your neighborhood into basically a secure area and you didn't have the ability or want to go to the store and fight with people over food. Just personal thought on that. So again, thank you for supporting Health Masters. Thank you for getting the truth out there. Thank you for standing up and speaking your mind and holding your convictions in what you believe. Everybody is going through all kinds of different things right now. There's always strange things that are occurring. Always be there to support one another. Have each other's back. You know, people are going to disagree on certain topics. There's going to be certain things that not everybody's going to be on the same page with. That's okay continue to support one another so thank you for supporting healthmasters.com be sure to check out the product of the week the vitamin c with antioxidants on sale right now for product of the week at healthmasters.com y'all have a blessed safe awesome night have a great weekend and i'll talk to you again monday as always Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.